I've got a big question. Mm-hmm. I've got a big question for everybody who listens to this, possibly the entire internet writ large. Okay. You know Polly Shore, right? <laughs> what is Polly short for? Paul, it's not, is it Paul? Is it like an extension is it of Paul? just Paul? Why would your nickname be an extension of your name? That I don't seems, know. That's not very, that doesn't not, seem professional. No, it's not professional. It's not, it's not very short, is it? It's not, it's not a good shortening of a name. I, I do like Paulert personally, Paul, Paul, right? Paulert. Like Bobby, Robert, yeah. Polly, Paulert. Paulinson. Paulinson. Yeah. That's like his last name. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. It. Yeah. Maybe it's like short for Jean Paul. Oh, that would be really cool, Jean Paul Shore. That like <laughs> yes. that might like just a, be that. I mean, that might just be some Jean Claude Van Damme stuff. It would be a cooler name. It does than sound Pauly like you should be doing action movies instead. <laughs> You're listening to Tooth and Nail, a monstrous podcast. Yeah, uh, where we talk about monsters predominantly, but also we'll sometimes talk about <laughs> faded '90s comedians. As well. Yeah, you know, when we drip into our Tom Green cast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tom Green does not... We looked it up before the show. Tom Green has not aged all that gracefully. He I'll doesn't lo- look like he's aged. No. But he looks like he's gone horizontally <laughs> not gracefully. Yeah, it doesn't look like Tom Green's old. It looks like we went back in time and changed Tom Green's <laughs> life so that... He's he, not he's old, like been, he's just worse. Yeah, he's like been in prison for... <laughs> For like twenty years, oh. they're the same age, but we like framed him for a murder <laughs> in an alternate timeline twenty years ago. I had by that, and so he's had hard living. Uh, today we're going to talk about a different kind <laughs> of leathery monster. Oh god! Sorry, it's hungry, and uh, so but I had to go. So it was easy bait. Uh, it was just right there, and I couldn't. I don't think Tom Green looks that bad. I'm sorry, no, Tom, if you're listening fine. to this. He just Why? looks like a dad now. Yeah, he just looks fine. Um, we're talking about the dragon turtle, the last in this set of dragons. Uh, I actually really like the dragon turtle quite a bit. Yeah, it's, dragon turtle is really cute. Yeah, it's cute. I mean, like, it's not really cute. Well, not like... <laughs> but, like, it's a turtle and it's a dragon and it's good. And it does some things, like the lore. There's some lore stuff that I like quite a bit. Um, and then, you know, it's a whatever. It's a dragon fight, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it is like for, cause this is, you know, unlike regular dragons, this is kind of an obscure monster. Uh, it's basically what it sounds like. It's like a big Leviathan turtle, basically, uh, that kind of lives a dragon-esque life <laughs> under the ocean, yeah, under the sea. I, I will say that I do wish since they decided to separate it from the rest of the dragons in the book, mm-hmm. I do wish they'd done something a little more to differentiate it. Yeah. Mechanically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not much of a fight. We can talk about, like, what we would do to workshop some of this stuff uh, later on. Yeah. Um, I honestly, like, I kind of want a bunch of, like, because there are fairy dragons that we'll get to later on. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish, like, I kind of want a whole nest of different kinds of dragons. The right? weird like, dragons. Like, I want, like, a worm dragon or yeah, something. Yeah, we've, like, got, we've got true dragons. Yeah. I'd like to see a whole lot of untrue yeah, dragons. Yeah, I kind of want a host of those not true dragons, because I kind of like them. I like the idea of, I don't know, it's a really simple idea, but I like it of just, like, stapling dragon onto another thing. Yeah. I don't know, it seems cool. Um, but... Without any more listing of 90s comedians or preamble, let's start talking What's about... What's going on with Rob Schneider, you right? know what I mean? I, he did a... He's kind of a shithead si- now, right? I, I feel like he's always been kind of a... I that's don't know if that's true, true. He was on actually. Game Grumps. 
like oh, three yeah, years I ago. Guess that's true. He was on Game Grumpy. Uh, mm-hmm. And had like a sitcom briefly before that. Um, but I don't Maybe think... Maybe it is best to move on. Yeah, we'll just move on. Uh, let's leave the 90s in the past. So artistically, uh, this is actually one of my favorite pictures that we've had in a good long time because it has like a place Yeah, it's a whole ass scene. Yeah, it's a whole ass scene. Basically, it takes up the entire like top left corner of the page, uh, but it is a picture of one of these like giant dragon turtles about to like eat up on a ship. Like it's about to tear like the rudder off the back of like a galleon. Yeah, and clearly it's about to get the whole thing in its mouth. The yeah, whole rudder. Like the whole <laughs> chunk of things. So basically what it looks like, like I said, it's like a giant turtle, like a massive, like big yacht sized turtle. Yeah. Uh with really like a really spiny shell and then like its head is very it almost like looks like a, a dinosaur of sorts, like an old prehistoric sea creature like its head is very bumpy and ridged and... yeah it's like the weird it, it is like a weird cross between kind of a snapping turtle's head and yeah. a full dragon yeah it's cool right like it it does the thing uh that i didn't think would look great in this style but i always kind of like it whenever it shows up where its teeth are just a piece of its jaw yeah uh that's always a design cue that for whatever reason i like um it like has these like it it looks like particularly ancient as well like its ears kind of or at least what i'm reading as an ear kind of like curves back curls in on itself and like its face looks quite wrinkled and whatnot yeah uh it's quite cool i dig it quite a bit i like that um a i like its pose just kind of the spread turtle pose or mm-hmm. it's just kind of batting through the water yeah. but i like that they put a giant shark as scale <laughs> yeah there's like giant little... sharks are big in yeah, this game yeah exactly. and i love that they put one of those next to this and that's true because like i've never seen a galleon in real life that's probably not strictly true but i've rarely seen a, a galleon in real and life i remember when they brought like the replica mayflower for mm-hmm. school yeah something like that yeah but i fought a lot of sharks in person <laughs> so now i know exactly how big the dragon turtle is i believe that actually mm-hmm. yeah no they put a shark in there for scale which is a cool choice on top of the boat uh but that's like, I mean, like its flippers are interesting, right? Like they're kind of half clawed. Uh, they, it's not like a porpoise. It's like a, but it's also not like a turtle, like a they're land turtle rep, claw. They're like reptile claws, but they're like webbed, smushed. webbed smushed reptile yeah, claws. Yeah, like if you put one between like a, like <laughs> if you're going to, like those two plates of glass yeah, they're like, that you they, look they at they a look micro. Like, Big spiky paddles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big spiky paddles. That's more or less it. Uh, I do like how dramatic its shell is. Like, there are, like, tiny little hill spikes on it all over, which is quite cool. Uh, and I love that it's, like, in the middle of doing a thing, right? It feels like it's been a few months of, like, various Sasquatch poses. Um, and it's nice to have, like, oh, this is kind of what it's like in its element, doing its thing. Uh, it's quite cool. Yeah, I've got uh, the full art pulled up, too. On the... Oh, it's damn. It's very good. It's got the tail. You... That's kind of cut out in the book. Yeah, I didn't even... Yeah, so in the book, you can't see it, but they have, like, this really long spined tail as well. That uh, It almost kind of looks like its shell. You know, it, it does the turtle equivalent of the thing we talked about liking last time, where instead of wings yeah, kind the, of seamlessly going... Yeah, it's, it's like its wing <laughs> or its shell goes very seamlessly into a tail shape. Which is quite cool, and I take that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, for whatever it's worth, it's shot with, like, the 
it does the like Cthulhu picture thing where it shows the depth of the ocean as well with the boat on top. And, you know, it's just a really cool wide shot. Yeah. Uh, I, like if, you, if this were one of those holographic cards in motion, it would start with just the galleon and then mm -hmm. the camera would go. Woof. <laughs> yeah. This would be a really good Magic the Gathering card. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of the lore we get, we get uh, quite a few cute little things. Uh, the book tells us that these are like massive kind of underwater turtle creatures that live sort of half aquatic, half dragonous lives. Um, the book tells us that like true dragons, they spend most of their time collecting treasure uh, and will often like sink ships and then go through, dig all through the stuff. There's a really cute detail where like they will literally swallow whatever treasure they find and then bring it back to their cave home and just throw it up into a pile. And that's like, I dig that quite a bit. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I... It's also it's also a pretty good like uh, I don't know adventure hook is wrong. Oops, our friend got swallowed by the turtle dragon when it was swallowing treasure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to get somebody got. Boy, I kind of it's strange how they there isn't a swallow attack. Yep, sure is. Guy. Sure is weird, huh? <laughs> this could have been kind of a cool underwater chase. I don't really like underwater combat in D and D, but it seems like a pretty easy decision to make. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish that like it could. Uh, hide stuff in its shell <laughs> like i think that would be kind of oh hiding in its shell i was thinking one of the things i wish that it had was the portal thing that yeah. fifth edition has where they can just whoop yeah, all like, of their limbs into the shell yeah, to get like an all... ac boost yeah that would be pretty cool i'm surprised they didn't do that either we'll f come to this in a minute but yeah. like mechanically it just has attacks and then a breath attack yeah. it's not that great um i also i don't necessarily know where to fit this thought in but uh i kind of want like bigger versions of it right like <laughs> so the scale that we get here is about the size of like a big sailing ship i kind of want like island shaped like the one that can eat a boat <laughs> yeah like in one form yeah. like the um logan logan our friend logan who did the uh bar no no not bar girl that was uh, gary it was um nel yeah nel Feshni. uh he did i was like nel the, fight <laughs> yeah he did the nel Feshni episode um he has this like pretty, you know, somewhat lukewarm take uh, that D&D scale, like size scale, should be much bigger than it is. And I, like, more or less agree wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. I, I like my gargantuan creatures to be, like, actually yeah. gargantuan. Yeah, like, huge, massive, like, almost impossible to, to fight, which obviously, like, makes it difficult to uh, put on a grid yeah, properly. Articulate in a grid. Um, but you could definitely do better than the five squares or whatever that they cap you out on. Yeah in this game, especially for a creature like this. Um, the book tells us that they are kind of opportunistic. So these are neutral creatures in terms of alignment, uh, which like does not necessarily mean not, not evil. Yeah. yeah, right. So these are like particularly, uh, the book tells us if they're, because they like to make their homes in caves along coastlines. Uh, the book tells us that if they find a really cool cave that's already inhabited, the turtle will just like eat whatever is in there. Uh, to, to like make it work which like is also a decent adventure hook um, yeah I think the the thing that people don't super because alignment's like hard to, to, yeah, gauge. to gauge I think true neutral the way that I always see it is selfish it's yeah like just totally strictly selfish yeah. it's not like evil and yeah. selfish it's just yeah it's just making it and especially for creatures like this where they're not like the most sentient i mean like it has a 10 intelligence yeah uh so it's definitely it's smart enough yeah it's smart but... enough um but like for creatures like this you know they're kind of doing it for survival so like if a 
big crab wants a cool house. <laughs> You're not really, really going to blame the, crab's the crab. The not evil because it got the house. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, we're in kind of this weird liminal space. Book tells us that they can be bought, right? Dragon turtles, they're smart enough to be bribed. Uh, and pirates, the book tells us, are known to, if they come across a dragon turtle, they're known to offload some of their treasure on it uh, in, in exchange for safe passage. And boy, damn, like, I like a, a good pirate campaign. Uh, I love the idea of being, like, you know, keel-hauled onto a pirate ship. Like, you know, just put on, like, your first day in pirate <laughs> class. And they're like, hold on, class. we gotta go see somebody real quick. We gotta do a, dr- a drop-off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's a treasure chest. Later. This is Galtheron the sea turtle. Mm-hmm. What? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were just going to pirate things. <laughs> no. Uh, so that's that's a fun choice. We also, um, the book tells us that there are a bunch of uh, Saguin. What am I? Sa- it's Saguin. 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 Saggies. We'll call them Saggies. Yeah. Know. So those turtle guys in D&D, uh, they are also known to like barter and kind of like hire dragon turtles as mercenaries of sorts, like giant walk-in, uh, like siege weapons, basically, for when they need to do their uh, evil, evil business. Yeah, Sahuagans. Oh, not the shark guys. Uh, they're like fish people, like yeah, they, Castlevania fishmen. They, I believe they are also in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So, and they're literally called Sahuagan. Yeah. So. What are the names of the shark guys? The shark guys. Because there are shark guys shark in D&D as well, and I can't D&D. remember what they're called. Uh, I'm just getting shark men. Oh. I believe, I believe in... Um, uh what's the adventure that just fucking with the salt marsh salt marsh i believe in salt marsh that is just a kind of Mm. Mm -hmm. okay all right cool and then very lastly the book tells us that you know these aquatic creatures these giant aquatic creatures will sometimes find their way into the elemental plane of water uh wherein they more or less just get like a big standing ovation uh and they can be like also bribed or just paid to be in the service of various like water elementals and marids and stuff who will use them as giant like sometime not necessarily like beasts of burden but like you know display animals right the book tells us that denizens like big big shots in the elemental plane of water will use uh dragon turtles to like carry their thrones and stuff <laughs> it's like a big power play which you know appropriate that's what i would do if yeah. i had a giant turtle friend probably mm-hmm. <laughs> just thrown on the back of a giant turtle is very good though yeah that's yeah. very good would you like to see yeah show me some show me some old some old turts so i in much a surprise to me there's no fourth edition one. Oh, really um not on here at least i don't know if that's concrete uh but third is like this you know nice. yeah it's just kind this of a turtle i don't yeah. really like that they because uh Spoiler, second edition has the cool, lumpy, spiky shell, mm-hmm. the way we like it. Yeah. This one's just this kind is, of like the... It kind of looks more draconic, right? Yeah. Like, it has, like, spine ridges along its shell, which yeah. is, like, its I get Its whole body is kind of scaled and spiked like a dragon, yeah. instead of more turtly. Yeah, I get why they would do that, but it's not my favorite. I like a turtly dragon turtle and not a dragony dragon turtle. I'm gonna cover the face okay. of the second okay. edition one. I'll close my eyes. So one. this is what the body of the second edition one looks like. Yeah, more or less the same as...
as what we get yeah, currently. It's got more kind of like yeah. sharp. Yeah, it's got uh, like little mountain spines and claws whatever. Claws and stuff. Yeah, like horns. Um, it has quite possibly uh, the best facial expression of any creature. Ah! <laughs> There's just mm. something very like sage. Oh my god! And knowing about this like turtley face. It's no. There's no dragon in this. He's like um. <laughs> it's very strictly like a turtle, an old man turtle. Face. What's the one from Kung Fu Panda that all those shit posters love? Probably just Master Turtle. That they no. all, they're all just called the animal they are. Yeah, but know. no, he has like a real. I can't remember, but like he's got like real good kind old mad face <laughs> that's what we've got going it's, on on this it's picture very good they're like oh sit yourself down and have some milk do you have any gold on your ship oh i'm Please. sorry no grandpa turtle i don't i'm sorry oh that's unfortunate please don't eat me for you oh no <laughs> yeah i like that I like uh, that face quite a bit yeah it's very good and then first edition has a, a classic face classic <laughs> yep that good good old renaissance kind of like viking is yeah. like mythology picture the i think it's interesting because they decided that and i could see this being the case that the turtle dragon is just the loch ness monster though because mm. it is kind of like framed in such a way yeah that it is kind of loch ness monstery loch ness but also has the face of a viking ship a yeah. viking dragon ship yeah and that would be cool I, there, we get, like, Kelpies and stuff, right? Like, we get kind of, like, changeling sea creatures in this book later on. Uh, but I, whenever we get into, like, kind of, like, the space between cryptid stuff and, and monster stuff, that's always kind of a cool place for D&D monsters to go. And, yeah, that would have been cool to have, like, a, like, if it was more shaped, like, a Loch Ness monster. Yeah, like yeah. A, if they kept kind of thing. a longer neck thing going yeah. on. But I, this, I love little yeah. Stumpy Turtle Dragon. Oh, yeah, I like Stumpy the Turtle as well. <laughs> quite a bit um let's talk about the mechanical stuff ready to hear about the last dragon stat block yep the dragon turtle, basically, it's a gargantuan turtle. Uh, this might be the... No, we did... Ab no, this might be the biggest monster we've had so far, right? All of the ancient All the dragons, ancient dragons are gargantuan. Dragons are gargantuan. Yeah. I, I like in my heart of hearts in the that same way a that... a little bigger. <laughs> yeah, in the way that there should be, like, a colossal size category in the way that Fori had one. Uh, I feel like this should be a colossal monster. <laughs> um... Gargantuan dragon, it's neutral in alignment, has an AC, well, it has a challenge rating of 17, has an AC of 20, which is uh, a little bit above average, right? Since it's a big turtle, it gets, you know, it's technically off the off the chart, even though it's not uh, quite as uh, hard as the ancient dragons that we got. Uh, it has 341 HP, which is, like, quite a bit above the average for its uh, armor class. It's like a standard deviation above, which we rarely, rarely get for Dungeons & Dragons. Um, has a slow run speed of 20 feet because it's got stompy little turtle legs <laughs> and has a still kind of slow swim speed of 40 feet. I figured for a creature this size, it would be able to move a bit faster. Yeah, I can't remember because um, turtles, there's like one kind of turtle that swims incredibly fast, but I think the other ones are just kind of regular mm. speed. 
and I don't know if that's a true fact, but it is a thing that I have in my head. Mm-hmm. So with how stumpy this one is, I imagine they were basing it off of kind yeah. of like the... Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like they're trying to do Godzilla or Kaiju speeds or whatever, but I'm imagining. So we didn't really talk much about decent uh, adventure hooks for this guy, but like I do like the idea of like, oh, you stumbled across a dragon turtle home. Uh, I like the idea of doing like a ship to turtle chase. <laughs> Um, and so I kind of wish it was a little bit faster just for like chase purposes, but you can always and, like, cheat a swim that. speed the same as a flying speed on a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of makes sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you could still have the slow walk speed, right? Cause yeah. then it's like Godzilla's moving really fast in the water until it gets to land. And then it can do the slow stompy thing, right? The kaiju stuff. Um, it has a more or less the, the statistics you would expect for like a kind of intelligent, uh, dragon it has like a crazy high strength and crazy high constitution uh, and then kind of average everything else. It's get some saving throw bonuses. Um, so instead of having like magic resistance and stuff, it instead just has bonuses to dexterity and constitution and wisdom. The dexterity bonus is kind of a weird to me for a creature of this size. Yeah, I it's one of the things that I wish this had like a uh, a feature yeah that was like if it hides in its shell it's resistant to magic or 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 like while it's in water it gets its dex bonus or yeah. something like that you yeah know what i mean i get just that. something yeah yeah that makes sense because yeah once it's on land i could not yeah. fathom this thing having a dexterity it saving dodges throw. out of the way of your fireball Aha. all right <laughs> it is resistant to fire damage because it's a water creature yeah makes sense to me uh, it has uh, 20, 120 foot dark vision because of the depths and a an all right passive perception of 11. Uh, it speaks Aquin, which is the language for like water elementals and whatnot. And then it also speaks Draconic because it's a dragon. Uh, I like like a creature of this size. I wouldn't mind a common on it. Especially because it says it, it negotiates with pirates. Yeah. On the other <laughs> hand, though, I do also like the idea of like, this is our dragonborn. His one job is to make sure that the dragon turtle doesn't kill us. It is great to think of like a team of human pirates. Like, yeah. One of us has to learn Draconic. Yeah, yeah, We've like, got to know. If you're going on the seas, you need to yeah, know Draconic. They go off to like their <laughs> pirate place or whatever for recruiting. And they're like, one question. Do you know Draconic? Don't ask why. Or even just, like, that's, like, the old wives' tale of all pirates. Oh, yeah, it's everybody like, has a dragonborn on deck. If you're going out on the seas, you need to know Draconic. If you don't, you better watch out. That's pretty good. I like that quite <laughs> a bit. Uh, and I love that, yeah, like, the creatures of this size, I like, you know, getting into the, like, like mythological pirate lore kind of stuff of, like, oh, we don't go that way. That's the turtle way. Pirate lore has such potential in this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the idea of, like, the dragon turtle being a known entity uh that that pirates can like roll the dice with and you know maybe their offering is good enough that they'll help you a bit or maybe you just get eaten immediately that's kind of probably fucked up (laughs) this would also be like a good um like like if you wanted to do like a prehistoric kind of thing like this could be a cool like hunted creature as well like yeah i could see that we gotta go monster hunter yeah like a monster hunter or something like that that would be I can see that. I mean, like, it's not a great fight, uh, but it is a really cool creature. Yeah. Right. Um, Or just, like, a a friend. Right. Like, whenever I see Dragon Turtle, uh, I think of the turtle from Majora's Mask that takes (laughs) you from uh, one island to another. Well, not an island. It takes you from the Zora Domain to uh, the Great Bay uh, Temple. 
Uh, and so, like, and this is, an, like, another, like, for a creature of this size and this ancient kind of thing, uh, I love it when, uh, kind of like a Shadow of the Colossus thing where, like, creatures of this size are just kind of look like one with the earth for a bit. Yeah. And so I kind of, like, in terms of the art, I know I'm jumping back and forth, I'm all over the place, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, I kind of want, like, a tree growing out of it or, like, God. bushes or shit, like... Terra Terra Turtle is my favorite thing. It's, yeah, it's like my second favorite Pokemon starter. Even yeah, that would be cool. Tortera. Or just like a massive like coral reef growing along its shell or whatever. That would be quite cool. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway, getting all over the place. <laughs> In terms of its traits, it gets amphibious. It's a turtle. Yeah. Uh, its actions are pretty standard. It does the clip the bite claw tail thing. Uh, sort of. Kind of. Yeah. It does the, like, so it gets a three-part multi-attack uh, where it can make a bite attack and then two claw attacks, or it can make a tail attack in place of two claw attacks. It's kind of kind of strange wording. Yeah. Um, the bite is a plus 12 to hit, which is pretty significantly above average. This is another kind of, like, past the charts where, you know, once you get to CR 17, uh, standard stuff doesn't quite work anymore it's kind of funny because there's an errata out for this this monster mm. that makes it so that i meant to say it earlier uh mm. all the saving throws are one higher oh really uh its proficiency bonus goes up basically because oh. the to hits are all one higher as well sure yeah. so it should be apparently plus 13 uh, which cool. is yeah there we go so that's even higher right like profoundly yeah. accurate which like it's a big turtle it's good at bite <laughs> uh Plus 12 to hit, reach a 10 of 15 feet because it's big turtle. Uh, it does 26 3d12 plus 7 piercing damage, which is whatever, fine. Um, it's claw attack, same to hit, does 16 2d8 plus 7 slashing damage, has a 10 foot reach, whatever. Uh, and then the tail also has a 15 foot reach, plus 12 to hit, as always. Does 26 3d12 plus 7 bludgeoning damage, uh, and it does the like prone thing where the creature, if it gets hit by the tail, this is why the tail takes place to, you know, replaces two attacks in the multi-attack. Uh, if a creature gets hit by the tail, they have to succeed on a DC 20 strength save, which is, you know, higher than average and also just like really, really high or be pushed 10 feet away from the dragon and knocked prone. So there we go. This is kind of like the, the basic fight flow where the turtle is going to do some tail attacks, knock some people prone. And then follow that up with a bite for uh, extra damage. I had an idea for why it replaces the claw attacks mm. in my head. And it's because it has to pull in its claws to spin on its shell oh to my hit God. the tail. <laughs> that's crazy. I like that. <laughs> because that's why it pushes them away, too, because it does like a spin. It does like a big spin move. <laughs> like a top. Uh, that's, that's cool. Since this is kind of like a kaiju creature, and kaiju creatures love to have like ridiculous ass moves like that, <laughs> I'm into it has my stamp of approval great <laughs> uh for whatever that's worth the other thing that it's it does the other thing that it does is it gets a breath attack it's a dragon it gets a breath attack uh recharge five six it's called steam breath uh where the dragon does a 60 foot cone and every creature in that area has to make a dc 18 con save which is you know technically below average but it's still pretty high um and on a fail you take 52 15 d6 fire damage uh or half as much if you make the save kind of neat because it's steam uh when you're traditionally in in D, if you're underwater you have resistance to fire damage uh this one bypasses the resistance because it's like steam breath which is cool it reminds me of that one uh pokemon move that i like quite a bit where i think it is like 
foil or whatever. Yeah, where there's it, a steam one. I yeah, can't it's, it yeah, it's a water type attack, but it does, it does burn conditions damage. sometime, yeah. uh, which is cool. Um, but that's more or less about it, right? And as always, you know, in the fight, it's called, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the fight, you're going to want to like telegraph that, right? Because it's the big damage I personally like like to roll at the end of the turn, as I've mentioned before. Uh, and then telegraph for the next turn that they're going to do a big old breath attack so that the team can prepare as needed. Uh, but beyond that, like, you know, you're going to do your breath attack. And then when you're not doing your breath attack, you're going to do a tail bite combo. Or if you're knock someone prone or if you just want to, like, get in for fuller damage. Because, like, what? The prone is just going to give you advantage on the attack. But at a plus 12 or 13 to hit, uh, you're probably going to hit anyway. Better. So it's not, like, the biggest deal it's also a pretty good like uh kind of like keep away or something yeah like a keep away mm -hmm. like it's pretty much just kind of like a make the fighter disengage from you thing maybe yeah. and then just swim away yeah or something <laughs> like that if it needs to like gain ground somewhere else yeah um in terms of like its actual damage budget it doesn't do that much damage really uh so if you were doing this feels an awful lot like the kind of monster that you want like you know it says cr 17 it's probably fine if you chuck this against, like, a team of level 13 or 14 characters. Yeah, It's for probably sure. totally fine. Um, as long as, like, fire isn't their one gimmick. Yeah, as long yeah. as, like, fire isn't their one gimmick. <laughs> but even then, like, whatever. You could... I can imagine a team of 13 or 14, even if their sorcerer, let's just say they have a pyromancer sorcerer, uh, is kind of crippled by this a little bit. It... it I Fine now, thank you. Yeah. I got elemental. That's adept. true. They probably have <laughs> elemental adapts. Yeah, they. <laughs> um, it still feels like even like I a, a t like a four or five part team of level thirteen and fourteen could probably still do you know make up the difference in yeah. terms of damage. You're right. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like how they are in a fight. I'm thinking about like uh, so I'm on record saying I don't like underwater combat in D and D. It sucks to be you know have disadvantage on everything all the time. Yeah. Um, I personally like the idea of like a Jaws style, like we're on a boat, Dragon Turtle decides that our tribute is not worthy, uh, and now we have this amount of boat that the turtle <laughs> is eating, uh, before we're fucked. So it's kind of like the opposite of, of, uh, the Adolith one from way back when, where like, you know, we have this amount of safe space, uh, that the Dragon Turtle can actively like destroy uh and once we're out of boat then it's gonna be a bad time for us <laughs> but for now for the foreseeable future we can kind of fight off the dragon or at least the keep the dragon turtle from destroying the whole boat as best we can yeah right <laughs> that kind of feels right for me alternatively like you know this could also be a really cool kaiju fight but i would like to you know talk about ways to make it a little bit more interesting of a fight if you wanted to do like a big old kaiju thing yeah for sure like it <sighs> Well, I can't say that. I was going to say, like, it it's not as interesting to fight as a regular dragon, but I think that's because it doesn't have legendary actions. It doesn't have legendary actions, and it doesn't have terrifying presence either. Right, yeah. I will say, uh, for that boat thing, the tail attack does have a really cool, uh, <laughs> like, unintended side consequence where you could knock players off the boat in a cool way, and then it's kind of like that sequence in Resident Evil 4 where you're trying to swim <laughs> oh, back out of the boat while the big scary monster is trying to eat you. That's pretty uh, good, yeah. That's more or less all I have to say about that, though. <laughs> um, and then also there's, like, I, I lied, I have more to say about that. And then also, uh, since, like, the boat is small, you only have so much space to take cover from the steam breath, which is a cool way. Like, you could kind of minimize cover and 
in some ways, like, uh, like, you know, it would be cool if there was only enough cover for, like, two of the four players, and then once you telegraph that the steam breath is happening, yeah. it becomes, like, a cool tactical choice of, like, who's lower on HP, you take cover, bud, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, what were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh, it's alright. I was just thinking, like, this, since this... Because it's a CR-17. It's a pretty yeah. later game monster. Yeah. Since it doesn't have uh, legendary actions mm -hmm. and they didn't give it layer actions yeah. or anything like that, I do wish that it had A, maybe the turtle shell, the turtle trait where yeah. it can go in. Because that's always funny. Yeah. Uh, and tactically useful, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, like, instead of that, I would have loved a, a suite of actions it can do only in the water. Mm-hmm to benefit that exact situation, like yeah. knocking sailors into the water, maybe then that's when it can use its swallow move, yeah. when, you, when their target is swimming or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe its breath weapon changes in the water. Yeah, like, like I wish that it had something yeah, like to a... facilitate the environment that it is in, because all of the dragons get, like, their layers. Yeah, 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 it would be cool if it had, like, a swim charge. Yeah. You know, like how bull creatures have, like, the charge if they go X amount of swim speed, uh, in this case, and then do damage, it has an extra effect. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it doesn't have a swallow, because mm -hmm. that seems like a gimme, like, that could have been a cool, like, underwater chase of sorts, uh, which then you could have, like, an underwater conflict without having it be the shittiness of a fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that it doesn't have the double damage against objects, like the siege weapon trait or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, for that boats. Makes, like, yeah, that makes boats. way sense. Uh, weird that they didn't do that, but that's what I would add if I were, if I personally were doing it. Um, I think it would be cool if it had, like, I kind of, so, like, because it doesn't have any traditional legendary actions or anything like that, I kind of want, like, a, a two-state fight where, like, it's out of its shell and it does a lot of damage and then it's in its shell... Uh, and receives less damage, right? Where it can right. turtle up, but it can be, like, baited out of one or put into the other as necessary, and each has a set of actions, right? Yeah, I I was just, like... <laughs> my first instinct was to say, like, oh, it's, like, Aegislash from Pokemon. And yeah. Well, yeah, this has been kind of a Pokemon-heavy episode, <laughs> yeah, but I agree. About that is kind of... I mean, it's like that or Polyshore. Uh, <laughs> those are the two things. Those are the two things. I, like... That idea, like, I like the idea of, um, because it's like a turtle, makes sense, right? Um, and maybe you could draw it out with, like, lightning damage or whatever, stuns it or whatever, and it gets it out of the, the thing. And, like, <laughs> this is just me, because I like w weird attacks, right? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. like, come with me on this mm -hmm. journey. Mm -hmm. The idea of it going into its shell, where it's taking away its own mobility, mm -hmm. like, if it's on land, even, let's say, it's taking away its own mobility... It's pretty much only getting like an armor armor class, class upgrade or something. Upgrade like or something. That. Maybe it helps with deck saves. I was imagining like a magic resistance as well because its shell is yeah, ancient and hallowed. I'd, I'd buy that. Mm -hmm. uh, it can no longer use its claws or its bite, mm -hmm. so its breath weapon comes out of all four holes of its shell. <laughs> <laughs> All it five just, holes of its shell. It does steam breath in a in complete exactly, radius around it. Or or like those uh, specific lines even. Four 90-foot cones or 60-foot cones or whatever. Or like, or like it changes it to like a lightning breath line mm. kind of thing. And like, like, it, a, like a water jet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. And then like the propulsion moves it in a direction as well. So then it works on a tactical grid where you're like, okay, we need to stay out of line of sight of the holes. Yeah, that would that's be neat. Pretty rad, yeah. <laughs> I do wish that D&D... Uh, took into account the direction a creature was facing more mm -hmm. 
because uh, I feel like flanking and, and stuff like that are really cool ideas that D&D just doesn't traffic in. It only ever makes, or it only ever matters when a creature is actively using its mm. cone thing. Yeah. yeah, so that would be quite cool. I, I like that quite a bit. Uh, yeah, and then you could do all sorts of, like, fun, like, spin moves with the shell and stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you felt like it, yeah. Mm, if you felt like it. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm sad that they kind of did our boy dirty yeah. uh, with its stat block here. Because it's got so much promise. Yeah, it's it does have so much promise. The only dragon that has, like, a specific, not related to the rest of all dragons theme. Yeah, yeah, and they, they didn't, I don't think they capitalized it on. In terms of the mechanics, that much. Yeah, it's Other all in the lore. Yeah, lore is still still quite good. Like, I I love the idea of a fight where like it does have some mermaid creature on its shell, and <laughs> you know you have to fight the thing while simultaneously trying to pick off the caster that is on top of the thing, so it's a lot harder to target or yeah. or whatever. Like the the turtle can move in relation to what spells need to be cast. It's got that thing in the lore about how, like, when it surfaces, it's hard to differentiate it from a reflection of the sun or the moon in the water. It mm. could have, like, that, the... Yeah. Not, not, um, false appearance. What's the the one where you get, like, advantage on a hide action or something? When you, yeah. When, like, shadows get it when they're in the shadows. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever that is. So uh, just, like, like, that in the water yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. And then it could be, like, a surprise attack kind of thing. Yeah. Which is great, because this kind of works as a, uh... Especially with the way it's statted, it kind of works as a, a random encounter kind of creature anyway. For sure. Mm -hmm. But on the whole, I do like it. Oh, of course. It's a good and It's definitely not offensive at all. No, no, no. Like, There's it's... nothing like that about it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just kind of wish there was more to it in terms of its, its stats at the very least. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail Monsters Podcast. This one went by so quickly uh, after yeah. two dragons that yeah. I'm scared. Like, I'm going to click it off and be like, oh, my God, we forgot this integral aspect of the episode. It feels like relatively I can't see how long we've been recording. We've but... been recording for... Uh, 45 minutes. Actually, that's uh, all right. Never I mind. was about to say, comparatively, it feels like we've only been talking for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I was like, there's no way that's yeah. everything we've... <laughs> but I guess this is actually kind of a, a decent, robust one, isn't yeah. it? All right. We're, we're back. Yeah, we're back. So thank you very much for listening to this average-sized episode of Tooth and Nail Monsters <laughs> podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, truthfully... If you enjoyed it, I don't even want a review. I just want you to at us on Twitter with your best approximation as to what Pauly Shore's <laughs> first real name is. Uh, like, the, what his full name is. Pollard. Yeah. Um, but if you didn't like this episode of Tooth and Nail or you don't like 90s comedians, I would advise that you check out some <laughs> other things on nerdsmith.org where surely no one will bring up any, like... There is not... You won't get a David Spade. I thought you were going to say, if you don't like us or this show, at Tom Green and oh, tell yeah. him <laughs> that tell we him. talk shit. Yeah, tell him that we talk <laughs> shit, and then he'll take us down right good with all of his green show money. Who knows? <laughs> his MTV money from back in the day. He's probably still got $5 or something. Yeah, or something <laughs> of it. He'll buy a knife and stab it. There you go. 
Um, but go to nerdsmith.org when you're taking the trip to Tom Green's house, and <laughs> there will be some shows that can keep you company along the way. In the meantime, what's our creature comfort for this one? Cure your pica. Cure your pica. It's not healthy. It's I know so you specific. Well, like it eats treasure and stuff, right? And then regurgitates the treasure. Yeah. Uh, so don't eat things that aren't food. They're not good for your body. Uh, that would be what I have. Please give me a better one. Uh, mine was going to be if if today is hard. If you're having a hard day, just hide in your shell. Just, oh yeah. Just curl up. Hide in yeah, your shell. Yeah. Curl up. Curl up in your shell. It's all right. Everybody has one of those days. Tomorrow you is know. another day. It's fine. Have a good day. Bye.